Do you um? Do you see the Uncharted movie? No, I don't think I. Ah, I want. Oh wait, hold on. We, I can you not swear in the beginning of a co- podcast with? Oh no, I think that's YouTube totally chill. I actually, shit, I Piss. think even like YouTube relax that stuff. Damn ass hell! You can say bitch. You can't say fuck. Hmm. YouTube, Do we put these on YouTube? Is this? Yeah, on we YouTube? put this on YouTube. This one's gonna get in trouble. You can, I said fuck like three times. Only if we're monetizing it. We're not monetizing we're, it. Why aren't we monetizing it? Because we don't have. I think you have to have so many followers to monetize on YouTube. Hey guys, oh. follow our YouTube. It's. It's a weird, and that's the weird thing too. Is uh, we don't even have a good URL for it because you have to have more followers to get a good URL. So, or, or it's just like go find. Uh, if you go to the Twitter, click the the link tree. It's got the links there, and YouTube's put on. This is inside baseball for the opening of a show. Uh, I was hoping you had seen Uncharted because I haven't seen it yet, and I wanted to talk about it, but I guess you didn't because we don't have enough followers. You know what we do have enough of. What do we have enough of? I I have more trophies than you. Damn ass, shit, hell, piss. Gotta get that out. This is the perfect way to start it. (laughs) Welcome, friends, to I Have More Trophies Than You. This is a video game podcast about video games and the different ways that people play them. I am one of your hosts. I'm Dr. Ryan. And I'm only now the 89th best gamer in all of North America. Hey, and I'm your other host. My name is Chris. And I am the proud owner of a brand new PlayStation 5. Fuck. Yeah, you did it. And let me say, uh, I'm really liking it. I think it's... Oh, it's already there? Oh, yeah. It was, uh, like, one day shipping. Like, it was super quick. All right. This episode has just gotten longer. Let's talk about it. Okay. First of all, what was the first game you played on it? Uh, Astro's Playroom. I wanted to feel the controller. What did you you think? I know we talked about it a couple episodes ago when we were doing the Demon's Souls thing. I talked about it, and I tried to, like, tell you about it. What did you think? I, I I still have one more stage to play because like I didn't want to like burn myself out too quick on it because I, I think That's it's fair. an easy platinum like I've found almost oh. every little thing in it too so yeah, I was yeah. like okay like I'm gonna platinum this game but I don't want it to be my first one so like I sl- I have that final stage which is the PS1 stage uh, but otherwise like it's great Um, I, I do have some complaints about the controls just because I I hate gyro controls. Uh, like the, motion listen, controls. Like the gyro sucks. controls part isn't great, but also they're trying to show you what it can exactly. Do, so. And and so that's I kind of why I forgive I it for forgive that. It. Yeah, I can yeah. I can forgive it a little bit because it does feel like it feels like this isn't their first platformer. Um, well, no, they they made Astro's uh, Astrobot Rescue for the PSVR, right. and they've made some other stuff, haven't they? Probably, I think so. But like, I honestly would kind of want like a you know collectathon open world oh you know yeah. like mario odyssey this shit like i, I, I was saying that before one. like this game has just made me want them to just make a fucking banjo kazooie with astrobot yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in playstation land because that was my favorite thing about it was all just like the playstation overload yeah i i really got into like finding all of the um the different uh, uh, cameos, I guess you would say, or like, yeah, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hidden, like seeing Crash Bandicoot or something, or like 
and trying to even recall like there was even one when it got to like the buzz game time where there were like four of them sitting around oh yeah, yeah i was like man what a weird property to like give a shout out to and i guess when did the playstation come out in 2020 or is it 2021 what the ps5 yeah was it 2020 it was november of 2020 2020 okay so yeah like in 2020 like what a weird property to like give a nod to but i i loved it i i've i've i again like i'm i'm almost through it all and i've found like every little hidden puzzle piece and all the uh miss you know the gadgets that playstations had in the past and i really love that i i really hope that we get something more from them like even if it's not astro just like Give me that uh, platformer again in a grander scale, and I am so down for it. Because it felt like uh, Bowser's Fury with Mario, where it's like, oh yeah, it's just this little edition that you get with packaged with the the big deal. Yeah, um, it, it feels kind of like you know, it's it is des- definitely a test to be like, hey, here's how the controller works and all these new features and shit, um, or like updated features like the gyro meter being a little bit better than its PS3 six axis counterpart, but like. Um. Yeah, I I thought it was great, and I just kind of want more of it now. I I would really want more platformers in my life. I, right uh, like I joked that I want it to be a I like I just want a platformer. It doesn't have to be PlayStation themed, mm-hmm. but I did like that. This like we talked about this on the episode, so I know I'm going to repeat myself. So I do apologize, but yeah. the great thing about this is it's a blast of PlayStation. All of the things like each level is based on each generation one, two, three, and four, mm-hmm. and even all of the fucking trophies are references yeah like there are uh there's trophies based on horizon one of the trophies is just called charted that's for doing everything in the jungle and that's of course a charted is the name of the trophies from uncharted for the difficulties there's uh trophies in here named after like twisted metal and uh there's one for um heavy rain there's also they've just got one like they have a trophy called play has no limits which is their new slogan so i loved this i would love a bigger one if they wanted to do it all playstation i would of course love that if they wanted to just do their own thing with astro i'm fine with that too yeah i love that astro has become the de facto new mascot of the mascot PlayStation for, like, brand, right yeah sony doesn't have a mascot. like the only person with a mascot anymore is uh nintendo because you can say master chief is the mascot of hey of uh, xbox but mm-hmm. not really but astro straight up is like he the idea that he is the sony mascot he lives in your playstation he's there do more things with him make astro bigger i love you astro. On your ps5 yeah. controller at night <laughs> yeah I, I want a little astro to hang out with yeah, that'd be um, like get, give me more any, for it. Did you get any games? Games? Yes, I I've bought three games so far. Okay, what you and got? Then plus, I've got the plus collection, so I'm gonna hit yes, of course, backlog. Of course. But I I did pre-order a game, and I know I I usually say don't do this. Why don't you know I pre-ordered some games. One we'll talk about today, but that's just because I had the free gift card. But I'm usually against uh, right. pre-order. But what did the you pre-order? Only reason I pre-ordered this game was because. Oh. I I've seen some of these like bundled deals go away and the cover okay. was too good to pass up. Sure, fair enough. I bought MLB the show <laughs> 2022. Okay. Shout out because right. sh- show once yeah, they were like Shohei's the cover and then they did yeah. that like amazing art piece where it's like the the du- the duality uh the dual samurai basically where it's like he can pitch and bat and then also he looks fucking awesome on the cover. I was like I have to have, have we that. talked so about your love. Have we talked about your love for Japanese baseball on this podcast? I don't know, but 
I am a Chris huge, loves Japanese baseball. Huge Japanese. I've been watching um a game every like they've started preseason uh practice games. Oh yeah. And I've been watching every there's game. No, there's no American baseball looking so far this season. So like yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch baseball with you. I've picked a team. Oh yeah. Um I'm gonna team. support the DNA, the Yokohama DNA Bay Stars because they are uh, owned by a video game company, and they have Pikachu as a mascot, and their normal mascot is a big giant hamster with a star on his face, so they're definitely going to be the best. And tell, talk about the jerks, the losers that you like. Oh, the Hawks, the, the Fukuoka SoftBank Hawks. That's my team. Uh, when I moved to Fukuoka in 2015, we won a championship. We won a championship the next year. We don't, or no, we actually Lost in twenty six. I thought of another reason why my team's better than yours because uh Yakuza like a dragon takes place in Yokohama. So Yeah, and um, I loved that part of it. Ichigon all of the baseball fans are base stars fans. Yeah, like the all the baseball fans in the game that you can like fight and stuff, they're wearing the light blue, like the DNA like they're not called yeah. the base stars, but of course. Oh but boy, it, I love yeah. fucking knocking their heads. It was so fun. <laughs> Like, nah. Fuck these guys! No, no. So we're gonna watch, and my team's gonna win. They ain't because... got suits to go anymore. I'm good. <laughs> now nah, we're good. Okay. Uh, so okay. So you bought MLB? So, yeah, what I, else? I bought the show, but uh, I did buy two games. Uh, we bought For- Horizon Forbidden West because fantastic. Super- we're, we're gonna we're gonna to play it. We're gonna talk about that. Not with. We're gonna spoiler free talk about that a little bit because I've been playing it in a little bit. And I am currently seventy. 70- eight percent of the way through spider-man remastered is that gonna be your first platinum it might because <laughs> i've done I, everything <laughs> did you buy the version that came with the first spider-man or just yeah i bought the launch version that comes with uh oh, wait. So you're playing, you're playing are you playing spider-man or are you playing myers morales yeah i'm playing spider-man uh, okay good yeah i know that you're the bigger miles morales fan than yeah. a peter parker fan but i really do feel i know you were we were we were joking before you were like i'm just i don't need to play that you really do need to play the first one for yeah. the second one to make sense because if you jump into miles morales without playing spider-man you will not understand what the fuck is going on because you will go this is miles morales the story is this and it's like they don't like they, they're not doing it, that but yeah, they, they change a they lot do change though. what they they change a lot of the things that uh it, it's it's weird because I, I know I've talked about this before. I don't know if I've talked about it on the show, uh, but with Miles, there's a lot of things that I really like about that character. And the thing that really sells me about him being a different Spider-Man is that he has a family unit around him. Yeah. And for this game's, you know, spoilers like Our, oh yeah, we're gonna spoilers. Like I we we when we talked about Miles Morales on that uh PS5 episode, mm-hmm. you were talking about I know what's going on, and I was like, No, you don't. Yeah, and that's and, exactly what it was, is that if Miles Morales' parents are around, in this one, his dad's fucking dead. Yeah. It's in his that's they fine. They needed to do it so that yeah. they can make Miles like Peter. Yeah, the, that was the one thing is they really went for like the the Spider Man angle where it's um a lot of Peter kind of taking him under the wing, and I yeah. really like like despite them kind of changing the home aesthetic and and that being something that I really enjoy about his character, um they they really did kind of like put this really like uh natural kind of uh mentor and and student kind of like thing. big, big like, brother type big of thing. brother yeah and it it feels 
very nice. I, I kind of love it. So I'm, I'm, I don't fault it for the, you know, the choices that they've made for this game. I mean, there's a couple other things that they do in the game too, that I'm kind of like, Oh, well, this is, this is fine for this, you know, take of Spider-Man and a lot of that stuff that, you know, it just kind of comes with time with the game. Um, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I really like everything. I mean, I'm again, it's I, very good. I've almost beaten it and I've, I would, I've done I would, everything. So I would venture to say, I truly, as much as I love, some other games on the PS5, I would say that Marvel's Spider-Man, the first one, might be the best open world game of that generation. Mm -hmm. And like, I think I love Horizon more just because I do love that story. But at the Mm -hmm. same point, um, there are parts of Horizon Zero Dawn and also a Forbidden West, which we'll talk about in a bit, that are still just like, you could have made this better. Every single part of Marvel's Spider-Man is great it's the only open world game it's the only open world game where i don't want to use fast travel like in zero dawn and in forbidden west it's like oh man it's all the way over there and i've got to run through and there might be random encounters i don't want to do that i'm loving the game i really am loving the the new game but like there's still parts like i don't want to do this and also sometimes it's like oh there's you know all these complaints i have when i think about spider-man it's like i don't have any of those complaints i love everything i i think it's it's not my favorite game of that generation because that is, of course, Persona 5. But if you're asking me to make a top 10 games of the of the PS4 generation, mm-hmm. Spider-Man is it's up there. Probably number two. I I mean, with the, the little time that I've had with the Grand Zen, you know, that being just the last two days, I really enjoy everything about it. No, um, it's number three. Control is number two and then Spider-Man's number three. Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, like... Uh, Oh, really quick. Top yeah. 10 games of the PS5 4 generation. Wait, I'm going to list them off real quick. Oh, go for Persona it. Persona 5, Control, Marvel Spider-Man, Horizon Zero Dawn. No, Marvel Spider-Man, Resident Evil 7, Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War. Shit. Bloodborne. I'm, I need three more. I haven't played Bloodborne. Um, oh. I know. I, I need to. I know. Yeah. Uh, shit. Hold on. Okay, hold on. All right, really quick. Top 10 games of the PS4 generation. Okay. This is hard because I can think of more than 10, but I'm going to try to do this. Okay, number one is definitely Persona 5. Number two is Control. Number three is Spider-Man. Number four is Resident Evil. Number five is actually going to be Horizon Zero Dawn. Then six is going to be Yakuza Like a Dragon. Seven is going to be God of War. Eight is going to be Dragon Quest Eleven. Nine is going to be Ghost of Tsushima. Fuck. And ten is going to be Death Stranding. It's a good choice. That's my top ten games of that generation. Do you have Do you have a quick list? I don't. <laughs> do, you, do you wanna Do you wanna Final Fantasy just, fourteen for the whole? That doesn't count because that started in <laughs> PS3. So fuck you. I honestly, yeah, that's true. Uh, I I haven't played a lot of the like. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, I kind of missed the boat on the PS4, uh, and I kind of it's the only console I've boughten in god uh, maybe even 20 years that i I kind of feel like i regret what you're stupid i I feel good about this list i really do here's the thing really good games with the ps4 that was like 
that generation I kind of missed because. Fuck, but I need to put Days Gone on there. I love Days Gone. Sorry, Days go Gone. Ahead. I love Days Gone. <laughs> well, Days Gone I love just because it takes place in Oregon. Anyway, uh, okay. Uh, Continue. Yeah. Talk. No, I, I think I missed the boat because that was when I made the switch. Like I was fully into the switch of like uh, PC gaming. Yeah. And so a lot of the third-party game, like because I'm I, I play a lot of you know. Everyone plays the big third-party games, but those all come mm-hmm. to PC, and I can control them better there. So I just play them on PC, and then for the couple of games like Bloodborne, I remember being like, "That was that's probably the biggest game of the PS4 that lives in my memory." Especially now because I'm buying, or you know, I just bought the PS5, and I'm kind of revisiting all these PS4 games that are just better on the PS5. So I kind of feel like, um. Like, I'm playing catch-up right now, and it, it feels yeah. really good. Like, I feel like uh, there's listen, a few good games out that I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah these are the ones I totally missed, like Ghost of Tsushima, uh, you know, Spider-Man right now, and I would say even God of War my, that I can play. My list, the list that I gave, five of those games you can play on PC right now. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, is that, like, God of War is on PC, so I, I'm kind of Oh, like, six! Oh, I forgot about God yeah. of War! Like, it's like, oh, I could just... Like, the only things on, on my list you can't play on PC are... That I haven't listed are Persona, Spider Man. No, Horizon's on PC also. Horizon so is on PC, yep. Is Dragon Quest on PC? Dragon Quest is on PC. So the only games I named that is Ghost of Tsushima on PC? No. So the only things that I named on that list that aren't on PC are Persona 5, Spider Man, and Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. And Damn. to be completely honest, I really. Really do wish I was playing Spider-Man on PC because no, you don't. PS5 no, rules. It's uh, I don't no, like some no. of the controls. I think that it's, you're it not allowed more precise to on talk PC. shit on controls on no <laughs> talking shit on consoles on this podcast under pain of death. Um, <laughs> I'm very excited for you to have a PS5. Now you can play some sick PS5 games. Yeah. Are you gonna get Demon Souls? Um, I don't know. I've played that game before. I I don't know if I need to buy it again. It's better. Are you going to get Elden Ring? See, that is something I keep hearing a lot about. And I'm hearing that it's really, really good. So... I don't know if it will be a day one out, purchase, it but came I'm out pretty t- today, but today is day one. It's coming out oh, today. Oh, yeah, it is, it is out today, isn't it? Holy shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to... I probably won't buy a day one. I'll probably give it a week or two and kind of yeah, read reviews I'm, and see how people I'm gonna are do, liking it. I'm going to do the same thing, but instead of reading reviews, I'm going to read a review from one person who is my friend, Matt Bruce, who is like, when I think of people I know who play Souls games, he's the number one soler, he's soler, soulist. He's, he's my soul, Soulsy boy. So I'm going to wait and see what Bruce says. And uh, Bruce, if you listen to this, let me know. Um, I'm excited that you got it. Yeah, I, I, you know, I. But I'm not. I'm. I'm also disappointed that you didn't go see the Uncharted movie for the podcast. Well, yeah. Well, I've been very busy. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna maybe see it this weekend. Uh, Tell me if it's like, you know, I'm. Look, I'm. I'm very easy to please uh, when it comes to movies, and if it's enjoyable, like if you go and see it, and you're like, I'm gonna make. Then it's. I'm going to make a an oath that I will see the Uncharted movie this weekend. For you, my friends out there, <laughs> I will do this for you. Come back with a full, amazing review, glowing review for Tom Holland's uh, Nathan Drake character. I wanted to try to old. beat more of the Uncharted games before I said, but I beat the first one, so I should be good, right? Yeah. I know who Sully is. I know who Lane is. 
Those are games that I've watched friends play, but I've never sat down to play one myself. I'm excited to play one. So once I'm done with, uh, do you, do you think you know, Alan kills like scores of people in this movie like he does in the video yeah, games? Yeah, I, I hope he's just a psychopathic, <laughs> sociopathic murderer. Dude, I I played that game and it was just like, why am I killing a thousand people? I, yeah. I Looking at like the, the amounts of trophies I got for like numbers, it's like, I've killed like a thousand. Why are there, number one, why are there a thousand people on this island? How big was this crew he brought? <laughs> Like, I, I'm, um, I'm playing Spider-Man and I'm thinking that shit already. Like, I'm Spider-Man like, there's no way killed... that Spider-Man didn't kill this person just now. Spider-Man, no, actually, Spider-Man never kills anyone. Like, when you, if right. you actually watch, if you, like, kick Throw somebody someone off, off building, Yeah, they'll get, like, webbed to the side. They'll get, like, webbed to the side. So it's like, you never do kill anyone. There, there are times off. where, like... You beat the dog shit out of them. Yeah, like, there are times where, like, I'll, I'll stick you a dude to, like, a car and I'm like, your head shouldn't bend that way, sir. I think you need uh, medical help. There's... there's there's like finisher moves where you straight up tombstone pile driver guy. And it's like, that's, that's yeah. a, that's a compacted C one C two. That guy's fucking dead. And it's uh, like, you can make me believe with uh Ant-Man where it's like, Oh yeah. If you know how to punch somebody when you're small, it'll feel like perfect. It'll be the right hit. Spider-Man. I'm like, no, he's just a full dude with a full size fist coming at you from no, they, they've 200 feet in the air and hit you. They've like, explained that they've explained in the comic that like he holds back because if he right. hit with his if he hit with his full power, he'd like obliterate somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was gonna say that um, after Forbidden West, I've got a little action to do, which we'll get here to a second in the Platinum Report. Oh, shit. I've got some ideas for what I'm gonna play next, but let's just get into it. Let's get into the Platinum Report. Friends, we've earned 20 new Platinums since last episode. We're sitting at level 943, 1,046 overall trophies, very close to that uh, 1,050 milestone, which I'm gonna try and make Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, So, Platinums that we've earned since last time. Get ready for some garbage. First of all, we've got (laughs) High School Romance Maggie Trials for PS4 and PS5, that is a, okay, I've been playing, there's this company that puts out these like shitty, visual novel like dating games Mm -hmm. and they're all really easy like i don't really read them i i've talked about things in the past that i've gotten from this company that like starlight shores and i'm pretty sure they made the soccer games and i'm just realized they're all like teenage lesbian games oh um like every single one this is a company that specifically makes See, so uh, lesbian games, I'm like hell yeah, but you, the operative word being teenage, I'm like oh, teenage. No, 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 no. Maybe I'm maybe I'm like missing a line where it's like no, they're 18 or this girl's well, a thousand I'm, years old. But I'm like, hey, probably you know Japan, what? Make, like high make, school. No, 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 they are 100 American made. Oh no, <laughs> no. Okay, that's <laughs> please like. I'm not coming down on the lesbian part, which I know you say that you get canceled. I don't think these people are over the age of 18. Mm. I've noticed, here's the thing, most of these games, you just press R1 to skip and then you have to pick the specific things. So I just find the thing that says that and I don't pay attention. But I was looking at this one and I just, uh, there's a lot of girls kissing, but I went, wait a second, isn't this like a high school? And I went back and there was that other one I did that was the Starlight Shores from the last episode. Mm-hmm. And that was a bunch of teenagers on a beach. Mm. Once again, are there, are there titties in this game? No, I mean like, you don't see nip, but like they're drawn. Oof. Now, here's the thing. I say that and I'm like, I need more research. So I played another game called Blackberry Honey for the PS4 and PS5. It's the same fucking thing. It's all t- 
teenage girls kissing. Huh. Hey, I'm all down for listen, girls kissing. Any, anyone anyone can but... listen. Uh, listen, true love is real for all who kiss. But I think they're making teenagers, and I don't. Yes. I don't know. They're they're easy platinums, so that's all that matters to me. Guess, <laughs> guess what else I platinum? Speaking about easy platinums, that's right. We got the PS5 version of my friend Peppa Pig. Oh, it's about time. I bought the game again. No. I couldn't take it back from I my niece. I was hoping you were like... I couldn't take it back from my niece, so I bought another copy. Game flying this or something. No, I bought it for oh. 30 I bought it for $30. $30? Oh, this... It's funny to me. Uh, we also got the Platinums for Nape Retroverse Collection on PS4 and PS5, which is... I don't know what the... Fu- it's like the easiest fucking, like... They're trying to sell it off as like, look, it's it's retro games from the 80s. Like, no, you made these now, and they suck. <laughs> Each one took me like two minutes. Um... What else we got? We got uh, Alice Madness Returns. That's the game we're talking about today. Uh, we got Telling Lies on the PS4. That is a uh, full motion video game, much like her story, where the idea is that you're on a database looking up videos to try and find a story. However, I just found a list of all the things to type in so that you get all the videos. So, but I bought that because there was a, a lot of these games I bought because there was a big sale. Mm, so okay. that's why I got these. I got Taco Tan on PS5. That's a game that I've platinumed on PS4, Vita, the Vita Special Edition, and now PS5. So that's the fourth time I played that game. That is a uh, shmup where you're an octopus who fights aliens. Uh, we got Donut Run on PS4 and PS5. Those each took a minute. We got Space Robinson, which is a shitty little like someone tried to make like a little roguelite thing except there's the code to live forever we we had to uh talk to our friends at uh of course breakthrough christian gaming three new games from them this week uh we got zippy the circle challenge 8c 9c and 10c and zippy the circle challenge levels 11c 12c and 13c plus the return of bowling story 3 mark version, mark version. project that summer ice uh, we also got the Platinum in Majors and Treasures on the PS4 and PS5, which is a reskinning of a game I got a long time ago called like Milo Super Milo Remake or whatever. Like that block, weird block creepy block. thing that uh, Microsoft no. showed off. Milo, shut up. <laughs> uh, we also did go back to the Break series with say Patrick's Day Break Two, and then Platinum today, the twentieth one. Do you remember the Pig D the and, the, and the and the sheep's sheep? P or whatever, the ones yeah. where I was telling you just hold. They got a new one, baby! The Chicksee, you get eggs. It took me two minutes and 39 seconds. Cost me a dollar fifty. There's a PS5 version of that. I was saving it for tomorrow so I can... <laughs> we are still on the streak. If you have not heard before, the streak is... Let me see what, how many days of the streak I'm at. The streak is that there's a site called True Trophies, which is popular but not as popular as PSN Profiles, which is the one I use. The one feature that they have that PSN Profiles doesn't have is they have a way to show you how many days in a row you've earned a trophy. So, like, you can see, like, what kind of a streak you're on. Mm-hmm. It's kind I, of genius. I, I do kind of love that. It is cool. I wish they would put it on the uh, other side. I'm now on my longest streak of all time. My longest streak before this was 60 days. I'm now on a 64-day streak. Oh, I've gotten at least one trophy a day since the 22nd of December. My goal is to make it the entire year getting at least one trophy a day. Not one platinum, just one trophy. Right. Because, like, there'll be days where it's like I platinum a couple of games, or there's, like, yesterday where I only got two trophies, and they were both in Horizon Forbidden West, which I've been playing, which is where I'd like to really quickly talk about. But I did want to say, we're coming up on two milestones. Okay. Milestones, if you don't know, on the PSN profile site are big, you know, like, big numbers that you hit. Uh, 
Trophy, or I'm sorry, Platinum Trophy number 1050 is coming up. That's in four. I'm definitely going to try and make that horizon. But the other big thing is trophy overall number 30,000. Oh, my God. There is a, I found a trophy that I want to be number 30,000. I bought a copy of Tony Hawk Ride on the PS3. <laughs> the Tony Hawk game that uses the fucking the, the board. Like, motion control board. Because there's a, a trophy for doing five spine transfers on a map called Certified Chiropractor. Oh, there you go. So I want that to be number 30,000. Uh, that's what we, I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Horizon Forbidden West, and I'd like to do a quick spoiler-free talk about it. Yeah. Unless you want to talk about you, what you've been playing first. Oh, yeah. Uh, very quickly, there's actually just, like, one game that I really... Because, I mean, outside of Spider-Man, you know, which... Was you know what you haven't been playing a lot is uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, which I signed up yeah. to play with you, and then I... No, I... Oh. So... He, here's the thing. If you ever message me and say, hey, Final Fantasy, instantly I'm on. That's true. Uh, it's mostly because I was playing uh, Alice and then straight yeah. in her. Once Horizon's done, I'll probably be more. But yeah, what have you been playing other than uh, Spider-Man? Yeah, uh, I've been playing a game called Creatures of Aether, which is like a... It, I, I I don't know if you've heard of Rivals of Aether. It's like yeah, I was going to say, is that like, Rivals, is that like Rivals yeah, of Aether? Yeah, it's set in that Aetherverse or whatever they're calling it, because they apparently that. have a lot more than just these two games out. Apparently there's like a whole series of Aether games. And not only that, um, if I remember correctly, I think Matt Herms... Uh, or no, 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 sorry, wrong, wrong, wrong guy. Ian Flynn. Ian Flynn, who used to write Sonic uh, for Archie. And he, he started IDW, and he's still the overseer of IDW's book, but he doesn't, he's not the main writer anymore for it. Is that uh, the guy that everybody hates because he's like, I made No, that's Ken Knuckles. Penders. Why does everybody hate Ken Penders again? Because he sucks. <laughs> he actually just tweeted something today that was like, I know I'm going to, at the cost of the Chinese market, uh, I can't say something bad about like my Taiwan fi- fan or whatever. The girl that he was talking about, like some picture that he came and saw her at some convention in Taiwan, I guess. And she was like, oh, yeah, like I, I can't wait for your, you know, Julie Sue book or whatever it's called. Um, Laura Sue. Uh, and then uh, he he tweeted this old picture of her and was like, I, I, I'm for, you know, the Taiwan people. And it's like, okay, that's fine. Uh, the, that girl though, then tweeted, she's like, I'm not Taiwanese. <laughs> I was living there because my Fantastic. dad took a job there. Cool. I'm Filipino. <laughs> and Fantastic. you're like, Oh God, it just like spiraled. He's just a piece of shit. He just sucks. But, um, I'm not gonna, only I'm that, gonna be, I'm gonna be on Sonic. this guy's side. Now, as oh, he ruined Sonic. I love yeah, this. He guy. ruined Sonic. Um, Good. But Ian oh, Flynn. Oh, oh, what do you think about Team Sonic Racing being the free game for PS4 next month? Oh, I like it. Uh, it's a gr- it's a good game. It's it's it does different stuff too which i like for a racing game it feels like a racing i wouldn't say simulator but it simulates how like nascar works where it's like you have to work as a team it's not just individual racers you know it's like that game game. Uh, you have to like beat the entire game on hard and expert i i mean i could probably do that because i've played a lot of those sonic racing games and i think if you get good enough you could definitely do it but i don't know if i would suggest the platinum just because it, it can get a little rough i mean it's mario kart but just without 
the auto win shell. We'll talk. We'll talk about it later. Anyway, yeah, go but, ahead. Ian um, Flynn, yeah, Ian, Ian Flynn. I think is writing all of this Aetherverse. Like they're gearing up to do something big with it, and he's going to be the writer for it. So I'm I'm kind of interested in what they're doing. But the game that I've been playing, Creatures of Aether, is like a. They took a triple triad and Tetramaster from mm-hmm. Final Fantasy seven or sorry eight and nine. Mm-hmm. And they've kind of made it their version of it. Um, and I'm kind of in love with it. It's just like hey. an easy, you know, card game that you can, because you, you can play it on Steam, but it also works on your phone and it cross saves. So I just boot up my phone and I start playing, you know, a little bit here and there. And I'm, I'm loving like, it. Uh, if you like triple triad games, um, you might want to check out this game called horizon forbidden west did they put a card game in it they didn't put a card game they put a miniatures game oh oh called machine strike okay uh where you get little pieces that are the different type of robots Mm -hmm. and you go and find these people in the wild like triple triad and the boards it's what you do is like everybody has like a movement and a you know how much they hit for in their range and everything and like special abilities and then depending on what like basically all the maps are the higher ground you are the more attack you have interesting uh and so the Kinda rules are of a uh, wow miniatures a little bit you get two moves you can move two robots a turn or when you move one you can overcharge a robot which is you can give it negative two hp like you can make it take two mm-hmm. hits to move or attack again <laughs> This sounds and, just and like the winner. The winner game. is the first person to kill seven victory points worth of robots on the other side. This and you have ten. You have ten uh, victory points worth of robots. So you have and yeah, it's um. It's kind of neat. Do, does it feel like something they might be testing the waters for for like maybe a bigger release? On Absolutely like not. I, f- I feel like they made it just to be fun. Really cool. I like yeah. that too. I mean, there's nothing uh, wrong with that. Huh. Anyway, yeah, okay, creature of Aether, good job. <laughs> anyway, uh, I want to, yeah, no, I want to talk about yeah, Forbidden West. Really fucking how is Absolutely, it? Absolutely, I, I, I'm going to preface this right now so nobody gets worried. No spoilers. This is a spoiler for your review. It's great. Uh, the, the one, com- the, I have one or two small complaints about the game, but it seems to be the, uh, what everyone's talking about, which is the biggest problem I'm having right now, and it feels like something they will patch, is that sometimes... You know, we you 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 watched suit play it, but so I don't know if you yeah. but uh, talk about this. But there's a lot of parkour in the game of like jumping on ledges, mm-hmm. and it's in Forbidden or I'm sorry, in Horizon Zero Dawn, it was pretty smart. Of you would just cl- like all you had to do was aim, and it would climb. In this one, there does seem to be a bug where sometimes I'll be climbing and like I'll try to jump to the left, and she'll just jump into nothing. Like the pathfinding is kind of broken a little bit, maybe. Yeah, or like I will. Okay, I need to jump across this ledge, and I'll instead of making the jump across, I'll just jump up and then fall down. Yeah, that that is a very similar complaint that I have with Spider-Man. It's just that there are times where I'm just like, why did why did the character model just choose to go this way? Especially like on where you're trying to chase like drones and stuff. Yeah. It, it will always prioritize something that looks cool versus the practicality of you actually getting from point A to point B in a fast manner. I feel like that's something hopefully they will, they will patch in this game because other than that, the, the biggest thing like video game wise mm-hmm. is that they've put a, a bigger emphasis on the spear. Like in the first game, there was a, a skill tree but the skill tree is very simple there were five trees and it was just one 
skill to one skill. They were straight lines. And this, they look like, like the only way I can explain is they look like dream catchers. Mm-hmm. So it's like you pick a node and then that leads you down a path. So there's okay. one, there's like different categories. There's like the warrior category, which is all melee. There's a the hunter, which is range. There's the stealth one. There's the one about traps. There's the one about taking over machines. And there's one about like survival and, you know, like more health and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's all node based. So it's just like, okay, you get the first one and then it goes right or left. It's like, do you want this power or this power? And then that leads to other powers and they merge. And there's things where it's like, if you can get, so it's kind of um, like the sphere grid from Final Fantasy X? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Except it's a bunch of little mini sphere grids right. that don't connect. Uh, oh, and then okay. they got these thing, new things called like Valor. Uh, yeah, they're called like Valor Bursts. No, oh, I yeah. unfortunately can't steal this Valor. No, you get these things called Valor Bursts, which is on each. There's two on each uh, skill tree. It's like they've got three relevant skills. If you get those, you unlock this Valor thing. And it's a as you fight you can build up your valor meter and then you can press r1 to like use it so it's like there's one where it's like you can go invisible there's one where you can drink a potion to get a bunch of health back there's one where you can do power shots that narc people uh, knock dudes down narc them down you know shit like that uh they also included a new thing called like weapon stamina so do you remember the first game you used to be able to like triple knock arrows if you got good enough bows yeah now yeah. it's like Every type of there's eight types of different weapons, and there's three different skills for each one that you can unlock on these trees that are like special abilities with R1 when you're aiming that do different shit and they cost a stamina bar. So it's like the triple knock arrows now is exclusive to hunter bows, uh, but you can use that, or you can do a thing where you fire a volley, like you aim up and fire a bunch of arrows in like a volley, or you can do the one that I will switch between with that one. Cause you, they're easy to switch between when you're in your weapon wheel for ammo, you can just press uh, over on the D pad and you can switch between whatever you've unlocked. So it's not like you're, you're equipped, you have them all at all times, which is nice. But it's like the one that I've been using is you have this knockdown shot where you just, you have to use like, I think you have to use up three arrows, but you just this big shot. And if you hit them right, they'll, you can knock them down and they can go in for a critical strike. That's pretty cool. Um, the one thing I don't like that they did with weapons is in the original game, there were different type of weapons and the only difference in like the normal, the uncommon and the rare was stat based and how many coils you had. You know, those were like the unlock things. Now the weapons are still in the different categories, but different weapons have different ammo. So it's like, I found a cool bow. Oh, but this one only shoots ice arrows and oh, fire no. arrows. It doesn't shoot. So it's, it, it ends up you're like, uh, I've got to have different weapons for different things. Right. I didn't like that so much until I, I have gotten some really good weapons. They've also made the upgrade pass. Do you do you have to carry ammo? Like, do you have to carry, like, different packets oh, yeah. of ammo? Oh, yeah. God. Okay. And, but you have different, and you have different uh, ammo pouches for right. each of the different type of uh, weapons. So it's like, you've got your hunter quiver, but even if your bow doesn't have, like, purge water arrows that quiver has a spot for every type of arrow. So it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's it, what I was wondering is if inventory is limited. No, inventory, inventory is not limited by your weapons. Perfect. It's very easy. The thing that they've done also that is just a little too much is that, so in the first one, the upgrading of a weapon or uh, there was no upgrading a weapon. You would just buy a weapon. And then if you wanted a better one, you'd have to go out and find the better one. Now, whenever you get a weapon, you can. it's got an upgrade path to unlock more stuff and unlock slots. Same with the items. They've made it, because of that, you need more shit, and so it is a little bit more of a grind. Mm-hmm. 
which you can say, uh, or, you know, some people like that. I have gotten to a point where it's like, you've given me too much of a shopping list because the pouches, which is the important part, your ammo and everything is all based on not the robots, but on the fucking like birds and fish and animals. And that shit is hard to find. Like I need to find ridiculous because it's they're small. They don't spawn as often and it's random drops. So it's like, I've still got some pretty, I'm like, I'm a, I'm almost at the end of the game. I'm in some end level gear, but I've still got only so many arrows because I can't be fucked around to try and find two, uh, owl wishbones and, you know, uh, a fucking iridescent lobster shell. And it's just like, yeah, that's you this, just you in there so that you cute. can sit in the game longer. Yeah. Yeah. Still, though, like, these are my gripes. What they do with the story is fucking bonkers in the best way possible. Yeah. That's exciting to hear because I know that you really like the first one. I, so. Okay. Don't do you, Can I tell you something, but don't put this in the podcast? Just like bleep this part out. Yeah. 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 Do you, are you going to care about spoilers to this no. game? Okay. The plot of this game. What the fuck? It's great! Interesting. Okay, I was really interested in, like, where they were going to go with it, because after that first one, I was kind of like, well, it's kind of wrapped up in a neat little bow. No, it is! Oh my god, it, oh my god, it is. Don't I put know. any of this in, don't yeah, put yeah, any yeah. of this in. Oh my god. I can't right, believe that they put Goku in that game. Yeah, they put Goku in that game. Uh, did, uh, did they just hear, like, ten seconds of uninterrupted bleeping, basically? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm having a real fun with that game I feel like I will definitely have it done by this weekend and then uh, I'll get two Platinums out of it because I'm playing the PS4 version so that I can auto pop the PS5 how is the PS4 version then? it's fine loading and stuff? no no. so the loading is like it's it's still super quick I know if I was playing the PS5 version it would be like instantaneous (laughs) but we're talking like if I need to load something it's like 4 seconds yeah, that's not too like bad. it's not bad. No. They, they've learned how to optimize that system. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm very excited. We're going to we're going to pop that. And uh, man, what a great game. And then maybe Elden Ring. We'll see. But I think the next game that I'm like really excited for is next month is Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, is that coming out? That's I, next. That's in March. I totally missed out on that. Like I have that game pre-ordered through Amazon because of that gift card. Uh, so I'm excited. There is a game in March that I'm... There are two games in March that I'm really... What do you got going in March? Uh, both of them happen to be Final Fantasy games. I am really looking forward oh, yeah. to that. Uh, Stranger of Paradise, Stranger too. I, got Paradise. That, I have that pre also. Have you heard the... Uh, I know nothing about it, and okay. I don't want to. Oh, okay. There, there's some crazy theories going on about it. and I'm Yeah, no, no, no. I don't... I don't my only um, thing I know is that I think that it's a retelling of, like, Persona... Or, I'm sorry, Persona. Of Final Fantasy 1... Yeah, so if you've seen anything from it, you're going to be like, huh? Oh, isn't that? Is, yeah, I'm, isn't yeah. the idea that the main guy is Garland? Uh, yeah, that that's something they come out and they were like, yeah, you kind of figured that out. Like, yeah, okay. he's he's he is uh, Garland. It is that's the the motif that they keep saying is that it's based on Final Fantasy one. So it's but, him becoming chaos. Yeah, but there's some other stuff. Uh, some other images that they've me, shown. If you told me, do you think it would ruin the game for me? 
No, uh, I don't know. It's Kingdom Hearts Tetsuya Nomura bullshit. All right, yeah, good note. I want to know it. Go ahead. All right, tell me. Uh, so, uh, and this may, okay, this is a tin hat foil, you know, fucking. You might, listen, theory, people at like, home, you might want to skip ahead. You might, yeah. Uh, I'll even punch. There's going to be a, there's going to be a spoiler thing and he, and Chris is going to, they're going to say when to come back. Hey guys, this is your potential spoiler warning for Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins. Again, it's a tin foil hat theory that I and many other people in the Final Fantasy community do kind of hold right now. Uh, but if it ends up playing that way, I don't want to spoil anything as this game has yet to be released. Skip to 46 minutes and six seconds to avoid spoilers. Um, also, I want to go on ahead and throw up a trigger warning just in case because the game we are talking about today is Alice Madness Returns. If that is something you have not played, it is a game that does heavily deal with uh, sexual assault and abuse. So if that is a trigger for you, uh, just know that we do lightly mention the theme of the game. We don't really talk about it. We mostly talk about gameplay for the whole ep- rest of the episode. So uh, just want light trigger warning for everyone and potential spoiler warning. Uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah. Uh, okay. So apparently... It might actually be the origins of all Final Fantasies because there oh, are screenshots oh, and, no. and there are demo like uh, the second demo and stuff of, of areas that you're like, oh, this is the this is like this place in Final Fantasy five. Oh, this is the place in Final Fantasy six. Hey, this is the, the petrified forest of Final Fantasy nine. And it's kind of and then there's even this is just Sestasha from Final Fantasy 14. You like think that they're just place. straight up trying to make the Final Fantasy verse? I think they are because they've kind of done that with like Dissidia. So like it's not outside the that's realm the of point is that if you follow the Dissidia games, those games are trying to be the thing that branches them all together, like brings them in together. And at the end of the last one, it talks about uh, like, hey, keep chaos alive this long, and so that we can destroy it and go back and reset the time loop that is supposed to be Final Fantasy One. But for that to happen, you would have to have all these crazy things to whatever, and it's it, it just kind of well, st- I'm, I'm it's starting excited. to look like that this game is going to be that because there's even one area that is the the Xylart fucking like temple uh, from Final Fantasy Eleven, and people are like, okay, look. I could get that all of these are kind of like similar to all these other Final Fantasies. That's the Xylart place. That is absolutely just Final Fantasy XI in this game. So if this isn't that, then it's kind of like I don't know what it is because it kind of feels like it could be the game that branches Dissidia to Final Fantasy I to start this multiverse of Final Fantasies, which could then also lead to the idea of why 16 is kind of being like, hey, we're done with crystals. Like, fuck the crystal. Let's, let's move on. You know, it's like, I, I kind of wonder if 16 will be like, like if, if Final Fantasy Origins is kind of like, oh, we're putting a stamp on the first 15. Now we're going to start some new lore and some new stuff and kind of really do some new stuff with 16. It just kind of feels like we're all kind of like, if you want how Final Fantasies used to feel, you're going to play Division 3 games, which are led by Yoshi P. That's going to be Final Fantasy 16 going on. If okay. you want what Kingdom Hearts is and that kind of nonsense of how like Final Fantasy 7 Remake has been um, and That's some of Tetsuya Nomura's stuff, yeah, play Division 1 games, which are you know so wait if that's division three and division one what's division two uh dragon quest i believe oh okay that makes sense. Or, I, no, I think that no. i think division four is dragon quest i think division two is kingdom hearts 
I could have that backwards though, but I think it's Kingdom. You just said Division One was Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom uh, Division One is ma- it used to be called Mainline Final Fantasy. Okay, this is all confusing. Yeah, it's. But I'm excited. Yeah, I'm yeah it sounds play, cool. I'm gonna play Stranger Paradise. I'm gonna play Ghost of Su- not Ghost of Tsushima, Ghostwire Tokyo, and maybe I'll play Elden Ring. It's a it's a good time. Hey, the video games are here. Guys, yes, they are. Sound the video. Sound the video game alarm, Chris. Ooh, oh, I got, I'll get something for this. <laughs> it's going. Listen to it. Oh my yeah, gosh, I can hear it. Um, okay. Should we get into today's episode? Yeah, let's bounce into it. This welcome to the first episode of what I'm calling Doctor Ryan's Year of Weird, which is I want to go out there and just play some shit that people don't know about. And so I picked a game that I've always been curious about, and it's really two games, but it's mostly one game. I feel like we're not going to talk much about the game, but about Game what play. it kind of like the gameplay and mm-hmm. the, the story in the second one is definitely we can talk about a little bit because it's got some story but it yeah. it's i want to talk about this game and then i want to branch about some other stuff but we're talking about uh american mcgee's alice madness returns which comes with a ca- copy of american mcgee's alice on ps3 so we're gonna talk about both of them um really quickly what's your history with these games i have never even i had never even seen what they look like before I started playing them. I only knew the name American McGee, which is a crazy name. And I knew that it was just like the, the box art of, Oh, I'm Alice and I've got a knife. Yeah. It's so, uh, growing up, I was an edgy little teenager and this Not was, surprising. <laughs> this, this was, um, man, this was the game, right? So, I remember growing up and this game, what did this game come out? Like 2001, somewhere in like early turn of the millennium the first game because it was like a pc game and that was always like something that was interesting me to me because hold on i got it right here i got it right here the first game came out december 6 2000 2000 okay so yeah so yeah basically 2000 2001 yeah that that was a game that like uh because i think i learned about it in 2002 because that was when, like, I would, you know, you go over to your friend's house, have sleepover, whatever. Like, I didn't really have a dedicated, like, my own computer until, like, maybe 2003, 2004, like, getting closer into high school. Um, so, like, I would go over to my friend's house, and they'd be like, oh, man, have you heard of this game called American McGee's Alice? It's like Alice, but it's all dark and fucked up. And it's like, all right, cool, like, get in. And then just that being that like world of like getting into those dark fairy tales like uh like anything by tim burton like his movies or like fucking nightmare before christmas uh what's oh my god why did i just lit Coraline is one of my favorite fucking movies of all time you didn't like, make all Coraline, kind of okay. i know that was a fucking other guy i'm saying studio, you know, like those dark studio like from portland oregon i was yeah. living there when that movie came out and everyone was like this movie's from portland <laughs> <laughs> portland rules we gotta see this movie no yeah it was just i i that was when i started getting into those like darker fairy tales and this was the fucking game that you could play of it um i want to i want to really quickly say i fucking love Alice in Wonderland. I love the because it, it, it comes from the D and Well, I mean, D and D comes from this when I'm talking about this. But like, you know, the original Alice in Wonderland is kind of the beginning of basically the Fey realm of any of Fey Wilds. Anytime it's like a this is a weird fucking like 
you know, rules don't make sense type of area. And yeah. when it goes dark, it can be good, but sometimes it goes dark and it sucks. Case in point, Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. Uh, also, yeah. in a way, is not Alice in Wonderland the first isekai? It kind of or is. is or is Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe the first isekai? Which one, Which one came, came out first? I don't know. Question. The rabbit or the lion? Mm. Uh, I also mentioned Wonderland is eighteen sixty five. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I have a feeling that like Narnia was That's Narnia was Narnia was happening when World War Two was happening. Was it? So yeah, yeah. Oh, the I whole idea of the Lion, the, no, the whole idea of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is they're sent off to the the kids are sent oh, off to okay. the country so that they don't get bombed by Hitler. Right. Um. So yeah. So Alice in Wonderland is from the eighteen hundreds. So it's absolutely first. So yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the first Isekai, which people talk shit on Isekai a lot when it no, comes to like anime rules. stories. Like, I love it, Isekai. It can, it can rule, but can also suck shit. Oh, yeah, like, because it becomes uh, the ultimate fanfic at that point, especially whenever it's self-insert character. Yeah, like, when Isekai is, I'm here and I'm the best and all the girls like me or all the yeah. boys like me and I'm the chosen one, it sucks. When it's just like, what the fuck is going on? I'm fucked. It's great. I think that might be why I like dot hack so much is because it it's fucked <laughs> like you're just you're not well I mean you are the one but like everything sucks for you and the people around you like it's more of a mystery too but See, my favorite is it's a it's a manga it's also a live action show I don't think it ever got an anime based on Alice in Wonderland called Alice in Borderland I feel like I've seen this, but I, I don't think I've ever ingested it, it before. There's a they've made the there's a f- one season on Netflix, but I read the actual manga. The whole idea is that uh, it's 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 like mixing Alice in Wonderland with Saw. Oh, so, you know, I'm going to love it because I love deadly games. Of and course. why are they being played the, the series? Uh, but anyway, so, yeah. OK, so American Mickey's Alice, which is came out in 2000. I played this and I want to say straight up this game sucks. No, I, um, I, it, it probably was great back in 2000. I think but this game, good. no, this game controls like absolute dog shit. It doesn't control the best. Yes, it definitely I, feels like we're still, it's, it's, it's kind of one thing I love about it though. Is it, it's one of the platformers of that era that I still think like, I wouldn't say it holds up like as, as, as well as even its sequel, but I do think it does no capture that feeling of what games felt like in 2001 and yeah sure like it does everything feels like you're on like a like it feels like you're on a skateboard that is omnidirectional and you're just like sliding side to side and that's, that's the problem they've made a game where it's like here here's the thing you here are these moving platforms that are small you yeah. can jump on them but everything's made out of ice is yeah. how it feels um the story of of these games really quick at the beginning, it posits that Wonderland isn't... I do like this. Wonderland's not real. Right. Wonderland, there's a girl named Alice Little who has dreams of Wonderland, and then her house fucking burns down, and she's the only one that gets out. And her mom and her dad and her daughter, da- her sister, fucking burn to death and die. Yeah. And they throw her in a fucking uh, a sane asylum. Yeah. And she's there for years. Because she's just catatonic. Yeah, she's she's traumatized. Oh yeah, so she's is is this what fucking sucker punch is about? A little bit. That shit ass Zach, whatever his name, movie. And no, there is somebody. Zack Snyder made that movie Sucker Punch about all those girls in an insane asylum who have like 
superpowers if they like go into their delusions and that's what this seems like there there is somebody uh who we are both close to uh-huh. who's a huge fan of that movie okay i don't know who you are you have bad taste <laughs> I've seen part of that movie at a party in Austin, Texas, and that movie was dog shit. Who is that? Who is that person? Was it your wife? It is my wife. <laughs> okay. Soup. She, that's one of her yes. favorite movies of all time. Soup. You're, no cap. you're you suck. <laughs> We're calling you out. <laughs> that movie sucks. Um, anyway, so she is for years just held up in this room until one day she sees the fucking white rabbit and goes back into wonderland, which is all 100% in her brain. And the story of this game is I got to go find, I got to take out the queen. The queen's bad. Other than that, there is no story to this game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's piecing your it's memories just, back together and like it's not even no it's not even piecing your memories back together that's the next game this oh, has yeah i'm sorry i, I once you, thought we were jumping yeah no no, no we're talking about the, the, the original, first game yes, once the original, you start yeah. the first game then it's just i gotta get to wonderland that's it it is a very very like easy game it is with the exception of one part that's like a maze it is all linear it controls like dog shit. Yeah, uh, it doesn't control. I, I it, it's the, dog the, shit in just that it's an old game. It, it's not terrible if you were to boot it up today. Like you just have to go in with the goggles of like this isn't going to control as smoothly as anything you're playing today. Yeah, it, it feels like, like a game from 2001. I want to say there's like eight or ten levels, and they each have like sub levels. They're not that hard. It, it, it took me a couple days of just playing it after night after work every night. But it's not what I would call fun. It's definitely weird and like, you know, it's kind of cool. All her weapons are like toys that have become evil. So like her first weapon is a kitchen knife, but it's the Vorpal blade. And then she gets like Throwing some cards, cards you can throw. You get you get the, the fucking croquet mallet that can also like has a secondary fire mode to throw out a ball. It's pretty nice. The the weapon in that game is they've got these auto seeking jacks that you throw out and they just attack for you. But I put the whole game on easy just because the, there's trophies for this game as DLC, but there's no platinum. It is literally just beat the game. Like, it, there's only, like, six trophies, and it's just one for every other final level. I'll say the one cool thing about, like, this game is there is a chess-themed world where you have to solve chess puzzles. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to take a piece. One of them is a bishop, and one of them is a knight. And you have to make it through, like, a trap-filled area, but you have to... You can, as the bishop, you can only move in diagonals, and as the knight, you have to move in L's. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, there's a boss in this game, the Jabberwock, that is fucking infuriating. Because <laughs> this fucker <laughs> flies above you and does nothing but set you on fire. When you're on fire, you lose control of your character enough to run around a little bit, and then he just auto-sets you on fire again. And yeah. he moves faster than you can fucking target because you can't throw your auto-jacks at him, so you have to use, like... This they give you like his eye staff, which is like a big laser beam weapon, but he moves faster than it fucking goes, and you run out of ammo too quick. Uh, and then the end of the game, like the only thing that's like story wise is that you're the queen of hearts. Yeah, the queen of hearts is you, and she's like, I'm the part of you that's the survivor's guilt. She doesn't say this, but you know, it's yeah, the part it's of you that died. And we're the same, and blah blah blah. And then she becomes like a big giant Cthulhu monster, and you just eyeball laser her in the eyeball, and she dies. And then you wake up. And you you can leave the asylum. Um, I think that you are looking through rose-colored glasses of your <laughs> youth. 
And I think that, that may be. I mean, I don't know. I was playing a little bit of it this weekend, and I. There I are better games from the year two. There are better sure. controlling games from the year two thousand. Sure, but this I feel does like not this control is, well. This is a game that I even remember back then playing it and just being like, you know, because at that time I was probably I think I was twelve when I first played the game. And it was just like, oh man, you, you run around as Alice and you cut people's heads off, and there's blood gonna, everywhere. And it's like, I'm gonna name it's cool. some games. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna name some games that came out in 2000 that control infinitely better than this game. Are you ready? Go for it. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. That's uh, a different. That's skateboarding. Give me a platformer. What's a better platformer? The Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask. <laughs> okay, that game does control better. I'll give you Marvel's <laughs> Spider Man. You know what? I'm willing to. I, I think Jet that's probably set just radio. Oh, okay, that does control. Byro, Year of the Dragon. That it, game controls great. It controls better, yeah. That's I'll the third that. Spyro. Uh, what else that's kind of. Uh, well, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, but that doesn't really count. Yeah, it's uh, a fighting game. Hey, Final Fantasy IX. Oh, you know, oh, here's okay, what came out. Here's a platformer that came out that year that controls infinitely better Banjo Tooie. Ooh, yeah. You know, so I feel like I feel like this uh, also little Nikki for Game Boy Color came out that year. <laughs> uh, now that I know that exists, I need to own a copy of that. Uh, and also <laughs> the Emperor's New Groove on PlayStation. Yep, gonna need do, that. Do oh, Jackie the Chan. Austin Powers Game Boy no, games like the fuck, fuck off. Those aren't games. To my lair those are not games. Those. I've seen what those are. Those Don't are like weird. those are like fucking uh, Apple Newton. Do you remember their first like little touchscreen? Uh, th- those are like fucking games meant for like little day planners for children. So <laughs> fuck those games. Uh, Jackie Chan Stuntmaster, Stuntmaster also came out that year. That's a great game, fucking game. Okay, anyway, yeah. I don't think this game controls well. And unless you're That's playing fair. this game on the PS3 for trophies, I would definitely never say if you like do not pick this game up. This is a bad game. We're gonna uh, rate this no. game. At, we're gonna rate this game away from Madness Returns, and I'm giving this no trophies. This game sucks. No, I give it. Um, be realistic. realistic. Don't be nostalgic. I, I Nost- think, don't be nostalgic. I'd give it a silver. I think okay. it's totally worth. I, I think it's definitely a game that is worth like if you are digging into like the year of 2000. You know, video games. This uh, is it's not a game to check out. It's. I think no, it, there it's, are way better games. It's like any other game I mentioned. It's it's even a game that like when we were playing it as a kid that we were like they're because ne- even then he was like I want to make another one and it's gonna be this grand crazy game and we're like that that fucking thing is never coming out but you know proved wrong came out it was bigger and better and like but I still think that you don't get there unless you have this and if you're trying to revisit like the history of games of that era. I, I do think you would throw this in that list. I think it's I think, down the list, but I, I, think I think it's worth a look. I think you could absolutely play Alice Madness Returns without ever playing Alice. I think they could have made Alice Madness Returns without ever making Alice, and it would make sense because nothing happens in that game that matters for the next game. Sure. But that being said, this is the episode we're talking about because this actually has a story and gameplay that I want to talk about. We're talking about Alice Madness Returns. Mm-hmm. This game came out in 2011. That is five years into the PS3 xbox 360 cycle mm-hmm. and i as much as i like this game this feels like a lost game from the ps2 ps2 era right that absolutely feels like it should have come out around the same yeah. time as ratchet and clank fly cooper um that's like because like where he was getting ready to make the game that was that era 
like that was yeah. PS2 era. So like it's it's very funny to like to look at this game even now in 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 like 2022 it feels like such a PS2 game but it's like it it looks like a it looks like a PS3 not. game. Like the the graphics are fine and good and they're definitely yes. not like dated when it comes to that. But it's like the gameplay of this game is so PS2 era. Yeah. Because the gameplay of this game, we'll talk about this in a second, but the gameplay is, is once again, incredibly linear. It's entirely linear and it's go down a path, solve a puzzle, which the puzzle is how do I get from here to here? And then when I get there, there's a, it's an arena for enemies. Yep. Then I kill those enemies and I go on to the next arena. And not only that, it's- but like everything controls like a like a game from that era like it very ocarina of time like z target your enemies and like yeah. run up and slash them and then like you hit them like three times and then th- you let them move and then you hit them again <laughs> and like finish them it feels like a, a game from fucking 2000 it's also the controls of this game are fucking wacky and i wish i could re-put them because you have a you have a dodge button which is you turn into butterflies and dodge and it's very good for like getting around the arena but it's on r2 yeah, that's kind of a weird place to um, a button like that. You have L1 is your Z target. L2 lets you shrink and grow at whims to solve puzzles. Uh, R1 is how you fire your uh, your range weapons. And then X is jump and square is how you swing your your light melee weapon and triangle is your heavy melee weapon so it's like this weird thing of you would expect and i fell into this all the time circle should be how i dodge circle is the dodge button right that's the no it's r2 which is the attack and it's just like everything is off in a i got used to it after a while but it's definitely like you can tell this is a weird era yeah but and we're I mean, about those, that okay, was the ps2 though like that was there were all yeah. these licensed games that played very similar to each other it played like this game even and it's like the you may have nostalgia for weird ps2 era licensed games and stuff that's totally cool like i'm i am one of those people but you have to agree with me when i say no one understood how to use the controller appropriately nope. like no that's the thing by the time the ps3 had come out these had been solved right. by 2011 we, we this was solved the, the wheel we figured like out the weapon the, wheel and stuff like it's the so weapon wheel easier. and this, this is the controls right and this is a game that once again it seems like he's like american mcgee started making i'd love to see maybe it says here when he started making it uh, he started making it in 2009, which is still three yeah. years into the fucking cycle. So it's yeah. just like, <laughs> I mean, you if, made if a game a that was on title, the- it would make sense because you, you could be like, oh, well, it's all reused, like kind of at the end of that era. Like it still yeah. kind of feels like that transitional period. No, this is like, what other games were coming? That was like, call. well, no, Call of Duty would have already hit its big thing. Like there are so many games that had come out by then. Was Mario Galaxy out then? Wasn't that 2000? Some other big games of 2011 when this game came out that had definitely like solved the problem of what you're supposed to do with these controls. Saints Row the Third, Uncharted Three, Elder Scrolls, Skyrim, Arkham City. uh, Arkham City, like that's that's a good example because I feel like that that is a, a kind of a linear action adventure game. Yeah, that could plays very Bastion, similarly. Uh, God of War three, like there, there's a bunch of games that had figured out these controls and looked better. And like, vi- like once again, I like this game. Super Mario three D Land came out that year. Um, 
this is I, I still do talk like I'm going to talk positively about this game, but it's just like it's 2011 and my man American McGee is making the best game of 2005. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, like he he's just ahead of his like. I, I no, he's not ahead. He's yeah, very he, behind. He's he's ahead of he he's ahead of being behind his time. He <laughs> moved I feel to, like that, that guy moved that to China to make this game, and I feel like he was making games, thinking like, "Yeah, I'm in China. It's 2011, which means at that point it's 2004, <laughs> and I'm going to make these games." Okay, so the plot of this it. game uh, barely talks about the first game, but basically the idea of the first game is that she thought that she caused the fire. That's why they explain why she's in a catatonic state is that she thought she caused the fire. And so this game takes place both in Wonderland and out of it. But once again, it composites that Wonderland is part of her psyche and it's not Mm -hmm. real. It is 100% a psychotic break, which is kind of cool. I like that. It's, you know, because in other Alice in Wonderland stuff, it's like, oh, Wonderland is real, and she can go there. It's like, no, Wonderland's not real, and this time she knows it. Like, Wonderland is her way to retreat and, like, repair mentally. Um, But basically, you are now uh, an older Alice who lives in, like, the shitty part of London, and is just kind of trying to survive, and she's talking to her therapist, Dr. Bumby, who is trying to help her get past the trauma. And he's like, we need to hypnotize you and we need to get through this. And she's trying to be like, okay, I'm going to go through therapy and we're going to get it, but I'm still getting these wonderland hallucinations. Why am I still doing that? Uh, so the, you know, that's the, the premise of the game is that it's your, your therapist is trying to help you understand why you're still seeing wonderland. Right. So the first thing you do is you go on this errand for this fucking bitch old lady who's like i heard you talk once that you said it's all your fault so now you have to pay me money or i'm gonna tell the cops and like that makes her go through a break where she goes back to wonderland Hmm. uh and that's what the the premise of this game is is it's interstitials of being in london going to wonderland coming out and learning something about the game coming in coming out there's six levels technically five but the idea is that there's this problem in wonderland that there's this giant train the bad guy is a giant train that is tunneling through wonderland and destroying everything and the cheshire cat and everybody's like you got to save wonderland everything's fucked please help uh and so you go through these different levels like the first one is the mad hatter's tea factory and then um the second one is like uh some weird like underground i uh, it's not ice but it's like a it's like a sea level the third one is the caterpillars like very racist oriental area yeah uh, which I... the caterpillar always had like an eastern asian yeah kind of thing to him and it's i guess calling it racist is wrong because dude was living in japan when he or in china when he made it so it probably came from like trying to talk about the story but it was weird that it was like a very Chinese take. And then all the enemies are Japanese samurai wasps. Yeah. It's that's kind of weird. It's a little mixed. I, I mean, uh, granted, you know, it, yeah. a lot of their histories are intertwined. So yeah. it, I can uh, see the fourth level, which is probably my favorite is dealing with the, like the cards, yeah. you know, the, the red Queen's cards. Yeah. And it's like, it's really cool. There's a lot of like, you're in the sky, like 
in the clouds and cards are coming out of nowhere to like so you can stand on and then the fifth level is uh we'll get to that when i talk about more about the story but um the idea is that you are she she goes through this break and she comes out and she's finding through wonderland people that she needs to talk to and the first person she talks to is their family's lawyer who finds out that her older sister died first in the fire but she was the farthest away from the fire so how could she have died first and so some uh, immediately something's like yes what's going wait hold on what's up so she goes back into wonderland she talks to some people and she learns from the queen of hearts who is still alive uh that the queen of hearts is not her anymore. Now it's well, it, it's her, but it's like not her. And it's telling her that you're, you're forgetting part of yourself. And there's an enemy that is destroying wonderland called the doll maker. And the doll maker is the one that's sending all the enemies. So in the first game, all the enemies were basically cards. Cause it was like the red queen's army, right? Who are all her cards in this one. It's all these weird black goop characters that all have gross doll faces. And all of their uh, weak points are doll faces. It's like, what is the doll maker? Who's the doll? Like, you have this immediate, like, what is this thing that is infecting Wonderland? See, this is what... Because I, I know how this plays out, right? Yeah. This is one thing that I really love about this game. <laughs> I think it tells, uh, it, te- it tells a kind of fun story. It tells a... Like, well, I wouldn't say fun. It well, just gets no, dark like, I mean, like, in the sense of, like, it is an interesting take on, like, a Wonderland story. So, th- you basically put, put together that, like, you didn't cause this fire. Somebody caused this fire. Right. And there's this person called the Dollmaker that causes fire. And you realize that Dollmaker has to be someone from reality right and the doll maker is on the he's taking the train and taking over the doll maker is fucking your psychiatrist dr bumby you find out that he was uh was he molesting the the older daughter so yes yes yeah he was doing that and what he's doing is that he is stealing orphans using hypnotism to basically erase their memories totally so that he can then sell them as blank dolls to child molesters. Yeah. This game gets dark immediately. It really does. Um, also, trigger warning for anyone out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so what's, what's cool is, so the end of this game is you going down to a train station to confront him and be like, I know what you're fucking doing. And he's like, that's fine. Uh, I'm going to hypnotize you now and you're not going to remember any of it. And I'm going to keep doing away with it. I'm going to sell you. You can't do shit because you're a little girl and I'm big, bad, scary man. And so you have the, the final boss fight. Uh, and in your mind, you're fighting this big giant doll maker. Who's got giant hands and it's very spooky. But in reality, after the, the, the boss fight is basically you pushing his influence out of your brain. And then you just fucking Sparta kick him in the fucking chest. Well, I don't think she, she doesn't, she pushes him, but you push him into an oncoming train. <laughs> Could you imagine a hole opens up and she Sparta kicks him through it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I just looked it up. Yeah. He attested. He set the home on fire after the older sister refused to sleep with him. Yeah. And then he, did a word that we're not going to say to her yeah. uh, and then uh, set the house on fire to cover his tracks. Yep. So this guy basically ruined your life and he's and you're like, uh, 
basically using therapy through with you to try to fucking cover his tracks even more because you were still alive you were somebody yep. who is finding out every little bit as you play through this game and so the game ends after you've committed this murder uh in front of everyone thankfully no one's around to see it except the people on that train who definitely just saw a man get just Fuck pushed you. in front of a train yeah and then you walk out into what looks like a uh hybrid of wonderland in london showing that alice is kind of being able to merge her the parts of her psyche that are broken with reality to create a new world for her to uh, walk out into. Yeah. And so I will say the story in this game is pretty good. I will say that it is a little bottom heavy in that the beginning of this game is the idea that something's wrong. And then it's like three or four hour levels, which take multiple hours because those levels are fucking long. Yeah, They're long. They're, they're um, basically like giant, hub world it's like the first one of sections basically yeah yeah yeah. it's like yeah chapter one is that uh like the tea factory where mad hatter makes all his tea but it's like okay there's an entire path up to the tea factory then there's two wings of the tea factory where you have to fight the uh the march hare and the dormouse and then you have to get back with the hatter to go to the main area so it's like you know, that chapter is basically five or six levels. So they're pretty long. And I would say the biggest like flaw in this game story-wise is that you get a lot of story in chapter one, then chapters two and three are basically nothing. And then chapter four, you don't get something until the end. And then the fifth chapter is when you're like, everything is everything. I I would, I would like the story to be spread out a little bit more (laughs) because it reminded me a lot of like the first game of Alice where it's just like, nothing is fucking happening. I'm just following a path and there's not really story. Yeah. Um, It's just a platformer for being a platformer. I do like that. What this game has that the first game doesn't have is the walrus and the carpenter, which is one of my favorite parts of the first movie. And like when you're in that second stage, it's all about getting the walrus and the carpenter to put on their play. And then you realizing that he's eating the fucking clams, which is sort of like indicative of the oh somebody's using these girls, right? So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, gameplay wise, this game definitely dumbs down what the first game did. So the first game is you have your sanity, which is your health, and you have your willpower, which is like your mana, and all of your weapons that aren't melee weapons take mana, and they take a lot of it. So you're constantly just like. If you don't want to just sit there swinging and you'll get hit, you have to be throwing from the back and it's like you're using up this mana. So it's a lot of running, waiting for it to refill and running away. This game is very simple in that they got rid of the sanity bar for roses. Roses are like hearts. Mm -hmm. And uh, there is no willpower. There's only four weapons in the whole game plus one tool. And when you, you can upgrade them with a currency you get of teeth but all you're upgrading is their damage capability. So it's like you have two melee weapons and two um, range weapons. You have the Vorpal Blade, which is one still a kitchen knife, and you have the uh, rock, or not the rocking horse. What's it called when it's just a horse on a stick? Uh, oh, like a gallop horse? I don't, I don't know what they're actually... The we- fuck is that? There's a trophy based on it that was yeah. the most annoying trophy in the game. Uh, hobby horse. There so we go. You've, the hobby horse is your heavy attack and the Vorpal Blade is your light attack. And then you've got two range weapons. You've got the Pepper Mill from the Duchess which is like a Gatling gun. And then you've got the teapot cannon, which is like a grenade launcher. Yeah. And then you've also got your, uh, you've got this tool, which is the only thing the circle button is used for, which should be used for dodging, <laughs> but you can throw down this little awkward rabbit, which basically is like a decoy. All of the enemies look at that and then you can explode it, but it does shit all damage. It's mostly just to get people off of you. Yeah. And that's the gameplay. The gameplay is 
uh, get up to an enemy and press uh, circle a bunch of, or no, I'm sorry, press uh, square, square a bunch of times to slice it with your knife. And then if there are a couple people together or they have armor, you press uh, triangle to do a big overhand sledgehammer attack. And you really only ever use the gun for flying enemies. Yeah. And then it's just that over and over again. It's a lot of jumping. It's a lot of using your, uh, you drink me potion to come small to look for little areas you can go into to get to the next area. And it's just a lot of, a lot of jumping puzzles, which lead to like press this switch. And then you can put your little rabbit down on a pad for about 10 seconds. So you can make it to another thing. So it's like a lot of those puzzles. Yeah. I genuinely think that, um, the platforming in this game is kind I, I see. That's the thing. I kind of like it. I don't think that uh, the worlds are too tedious as compared to the first one uh, with this game. Absolutely, no, absolutely not. Like compared to the first one, this game is, right. you it, know, this game was made by fucking Nintendo. But yeah, I still yeah. think that there are parts of this game where I'm just doing the same thing. Like these levels could each be about half an hour short. Sure. Yeah. I think that uh, especially the that era of games like that, 20 was this was uh, 2011 right correct um this is kind of about that time where platformers are uh kind of re trying to figure out um what they're trying to do um it's kind of weird we're we're in a weird in between where like even mario games were kind of trying different things at that time that's why like 3d land came out then and then even with um 3d world those are very kind of different than your typical super mario or super mario brothers like where it's the side scrolling it it we're we're in between like jack and daxter and what ratchet and clank would then go on to be i guess now it, it was a weird area where I think it was just kind of like pad everything out as best you can because we really don't know how to make a very like, you know, I wouldn't, I don't want to say competent because I think this game is uh, very competent, but like they're, they're scared that if they didn't put in enough, enough that people right. would be like, Oh, this game, it's like, I want my money's worth. Now it's like, if you make a game that's only six hours, but it's a tight six hours, people will see your praises forever. Right. There it's like, if this game isn't a hundred hours, then I've wasted my money. Yeah. Yeah, that it was definitely that. So, but I, I also think that this again, uh, much like its first game, is kind of a time capsule that you can go back. And I think if you're one of those people looking for, you know, what was the platformer like in 2011, this is a good game to go back and kind of. Like, I I absolutely disagree at. with that statement because once again, <laughs> this is a great game to play if you want to know what it was like to play a platformer in 2005 yes it came out that, in 2011 that is, that is if you true. want to know what games in 2011 are were like play, play 3d go play, land <laughs> go play super mario 3d land which is probably is the best that's probably my best, favorite mario for sure um it's not a bad game but it's just like it is such a i'm glad we played it so we can shine a light on how yeah. fucking weird is this game it is that strange. it plays like this but well, that was the the thing too. Even like getting back on it and looking at it again, I, I totally forgot. Like when I was playing it, I I I for sure in 2011 when I was playing it, didn't think of the uh, Legend of Zelda as much as I did when I was playing it this weekend. Because I was like, as soon as combat started, I was like, oh my god, I feel like I'm just playing Ocarina of Time. Like this is so strange. Um, yeah, but a worse made Ocarina of Time. I, I, well, yeah, sure. I mean, objectively speaking, but like. 
I don't know. I, it it had some, a charm to it that I was like, some, I kind of love the idea of like make make an Ocarina of Time esque adventure platformer like this. Make it very linear in the way that this game is, no, and uh, give it on. to me. Make it a six hour game, and I'm all. I'm, I'm now. I'm now mad remembering some things that I forgot about that make me like this game a little bit less, which is this game does the cheapest thing you can do in combat, which is they throw a bunch of enemies at you at one time. So it's like, here's an enemy that's big and he's got these arms that cover his weak point. And the Mm -hmm. only way to remove them is that if you block with... uh, When you're targeting, you can block with the X button to put up an umbrella that'll like... If you hit it... If you put up the the block, it'll block attacks. But if you do it right as like a uh, a projectile is being thrown at you, it'll throw the projectile back. Yeah. So there's this big guy that like the big heavy enemy that he has little doll arms in front of his faces that he won't let you attack his weak points until you project back this thing. But at the same time, they're throwing two guys that are close combat that will get <laughs> that will go around you and hit you from the back and then put you into a stun lock, and so then this guy will hit you. And at the same time, they're throwing up flying guys that will pester you with... So it's like they do that thing of, we're going to throw a bunch of enemies that all need your attention because they can't be attacked at once without doing a special thing, but the other enemies stop you from doing the special thing. Right. It yeah, is something that I've been dealing with in Forbidden West that is kind of annoying now that I'm getting deeper into it, where it's like, i got to fight this big giant robot that's uh, you know one of the giant ones that's as big as a fucking house right. and i need to focus on these things and then they throw these two little weasel bots at me <laughs> yeah. that just that can uh burrow in the ground and so it's like all right i'm locked on oh, my guy i'm God. trying to make my shots and then all of a sudden to my left like fucking clever girl out here with this little weasel <laughs> that hits me in the fucking face and horizon zero dawn and horizon from wind west i didn't talk about this on the horizon zero dawn because i forgot about it it does a thing I hate, which is anytime you take damage, it puts you in a knockdown state. So oh, then that's, God. and you can be chain knockdown. Yeah. But of course, when you hit an enemy that they can, they have invincibility. They, they stand up. Like, yeah. I hit an enemy and he just takes it and hits me back. I'm, he hits me and it takes three seconds for me to get up. I'm currently going me. through that with Spider-Man a little bit, but I well, just don't get hit. That's the thing is like, I've, I've kind of figured out combat now. So I think I'm like strong enough that I'm, like that's the one thing I look at that platinum right, and I'm like I have yeah. to do a hundred combo, and I'm just like that's never that's actually happening. Like no, you don't have to do the hundred combo for the trophy. That's uh that's a DLC trophy. Oh, is it? Oh, okay, thank yeah. God. Because I- also the hundred combo is very very simple. Yeah. You put the game on the easiest difficulty, and you just do you go to an area with like twenty thirty guys, and all you do is you do the um the reversal combos where you reverse and you hit them once or twice. You re- oh, and you okay. just keep reversing over and over again, that and you'll sense. get it. I got it on like my second try. I got oh, I accidentally like dropped one at like eighty three the first time I did it because I didn't see a guy attacking me from behind. Yeah. But it's very very simple. Just put it on easy and do that. Uh, Horizon also is doing the thing where it's like it's a big guy, and I'm gonna dodge to the side so it's like he's coming right at me so i'll do the thing and dodge to the side so of course his secondary attack is to hit from the side it's like you motherfuckers yeah. uh but we're talking about alice Madness yeah I, I mean th- i guess what I'm i trying never to say found here the combat I don't think fun. what the, the well i never uh, found yeah. the combat fun. i didn't find the combat bad there's times i don't think it it's fine i don't think it's bad i think I it's think serviceable it's but it's it's yeah it's because that's the thing is um I'm Wild. hating this game more and more as we talk about oh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> I love this. No. Uh, um, 
I I think with this game, does that style of gameplay, like the Z target attacking and all that kind of stuff, I'm glad it's gone. But I don't think that. I mean, it's it's maybe not the thing I want to do in a Zelda game. But like going back and doing it through this, it's like, yeah, I could totally do that in like a platforming, you know. Or not RPG, uh, action adventure game where you're going from stage to stage to stage, not like in this world where yeah. you it exists as a role playing game, like in you know uh, Spider Man or, or Horizon, where those are more role playing games than action adventure platforms. You keep talking about Zelda when you talk about this game, and I get why it's because of Z targeting. I would it's, never, it's that, in a, yeah. I would never in a million years compare this game to Zelda. Zelda is yeah, an open was, world. Open Zelda is an open world game right. that has uh, varying weapons and everything. This is a linear game right. that is all about jumping from platform to play. It's just right. wait for it my jump, wait for my yeah. jump. It is. It's totally a compare. It just has that. I would compare more to attack. Ratchet and Clank. Like if you're going oh, okay. yeah, totally, yeah. to compare to Ratchet and Clank, yeah. Uh, and but I feel like Ratchet and Clank is m- more of a shooter. Then I mean, this game has, this has shooting. shooting, but I, I, I still kind of feel like, I don't know, it's, it's, it, they are very similar to Ratchet The reason Clank. that I would say that is, well, yes, Ratchet Clank is a shooter and this is more melee. The, the setup is the same. It is a linear I thing where it's. I think it's because it's, of the camera. Do a, ju- do a jumping puzzle, mm-hmm. get to an arena, fight a couple guys, go to the next shooting puzzle. Right. Go up here and shoot the guys. Like, that's all it is. Yeah. Um, it's I think just solely in the camera work as to why I think of Zelda so fast because as soon as you hold that button to like target your enemy, yeah. it pulls back right over. Like I feel I, it just looks like Young Link standing there with this sh- yep. little shield up and his sword. It, in his hand, like, it sure does, but I would never compare it to anything else. Like that is the only comparison to Zelda. It's yeah. literally Z targeting. It's, it's that, That's it. yeah. <laughs> but uh, the trophies in this game, yeah. How are, how are those? Okay, I'll give this game did not platinum this game. I will give this game one up, which is there is a trophy for beating this game on the hardest difficulty. But there is a workaround where if you play, I played the entire game on easy and it was still kind of hard at some points because some parts are cheap. And then what you do is you start a new game plus and it still gives you chapter select. So what you do is you start the game, you wait until you get to the first like autosave, uh-huh. and then you quick go back to the main menu and go to the last chapter of the final level, of the first level, and play that, and then play, it'll roll into the second one, play until the first checkpoint. So you basically just play the oh. first and last checkpoint of every level, and the game will think, oh yeah, you played it on Nightmare, and you'll get there. <laughs> and the nice thing is the beginning and the end of each level is almost never combat-based. Like, the first part is always... Talk, walking around in London yeah. talking to people and then the end is like there's only one chapter that actually ends with a boss fight and it's chapter two but like all the like the other six chapters even the final chapter of the game the last chapter is the cutscene of you kicking that guy into the bus and then or the train, train yeah. and then walking out into the streets of London so you don't have to do any of the it's like one boss fight which on the hardest difficulty is pretty hard but once you you go in with all of your weapons it becomes kind of a joke because you already know how to defeat him, and it's kind of simple. I beat yeah, it on the first you, try. You probably figured it so, out by the But if I had to play that entire game on Nightmare, I would have, Pulled I would have fucking thrown it in the trash. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other trophies that are so like the big trophies that are also like it's find all the collectibles, except for one thing that is maddening to me. There are like three types of collectibles. There are memories. There are 
snout you have to pepper snouts which is a yeah, thing from little pig noses there's up there. uh there's i'm sorry there's four types of goggles there's uh paint cans which is you can paint you know where they're painting the roses red in alice in wonderland mm-hmm. you can if you find these redula rooms which are like challenge rooms and except for level one and level six there's four on each level and if you do all four of them you get a new rose and then there's these bottles and there's blue bottles and and gold bottles and they unlock like concept art and everything there's a trophy for finding all of the memories specifically finding there's like different types of memories of finding all the memories about your house and finding all the memories finding all the snouts and finding all of the redula rooms there is not one trophy for that for any of those bottles and there are more bottles than anything else combined <laughs> bottles are every what maybe i think there might be like as many bottles as there are memories but it's like you are searching for all of these collectibles and it's like all right i finally did this hard puzzle that's a fucking bottle uh and so it's like i used it i used a guide to to find all the collectibles because i didn't want to have to replay anything because if you find a collectible you have to wait until the next checkpoint sometimes those checkpoints are kind of far apart and it's like every collectible uh guide also has all the bottles because they're like it's a collectible guide let's give you all the bottles and it's like this video is an hour long, and if you took out the bottles, it'd only be 30 minutes. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't take that in. Uh, there's a couple of things for, like, doing some things without ever taking... Oh, there's also these peaches in the third level, the Oriental uh, Realm. We can't say Oriental anymore, right? Is that... I don't think you can. I think that's... That's what it's called? Yeah, that's I'm not called. saying that. Um, in the Caterpillar's Realm, we'll call it that. There we go. You go into these 2D puzzles, and you have to find, like, 14 peaches throughout the the levels. That's easy. Uh, but you got a couple of things for, like, not taking damage. Like, in part of level two, there's a shmup where you are on the Griffin's underwater ship, and you just have to make it through without ever getting hit. That, 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 that took me two tries, because I made it to the very end, and right as I was about to win, some fucker shot me from behind. Of course. Uh, in level four, there's a bunch of chess puzzles. You have to do one perfectly, which I like chess puzzles. In level five, there's this one where it's basically like a Marvel Madness where you're controlling a doll head, and you have to do the harder uh, second part in under six minutes. That one took some time because controls are fucked. Uh, so those trophies. There's some trophies for combat. There's like... We'll get to... There's the worst trophy in this game. There's a trophy called Nayslayer for hitting four enemies at once with a single hobby horse ground smash, which is doing a ground smash with uh, triangle. The problem is the enemies don't like to stand next to each other, ever. Yeah. There's only one place in the game where there's enough enemies to do this for, and it still took me half an hour to get this fucking trophy because... I, I put it up to the highest difficulty so they wouldn't take as much damage. Yeah. But still, even doing this, you do this attack and it ground slams them, but it pushes them away. And you have to do the third part. It only The only one that registers is the third part of a three-hit combo. And so it's like you have to try to not hit anyone on the second hit and hit them with the third hit. But they kept getting in their own fucking way. That, that, it's called Nayslayer. That trophy sucks. Uh, there's a trophy for killing 10 enemies that are called bitch babies with deflection, which are these big giant floating doll heads that will either uh, hurl like a poison cloud bomb at you or try to do a bull rush. The thing is you can't control if they're going to do the bull rush or the green cloud, the fart cloud. Mm-hmm. And 95% of the time they want to do the green or they want to do the fucking rush. So it's just mad at sitting there like, will you please fucking throw a bomb at me? Will you please throw a fucking bomb at me? <laughs> Uh, there's one for killing 30 enemies with your clockwork rabbit bomb, which, like I said, does zero damage. So you just have to sit there and just put one down, 
get him close hit and it's like it takes like six bombs to kill one enemy that took forever uh there was one for beating the mini boss of level two without ever taking damage that actually i did on my first try that went too hard but then there's one for beating the final boss without taking any damage and that one is fucking infuriating now they do it there's three stages and the thing is they checkpoint you between each one so if you can make it through the first one without getting hit and you get hit and you have to like restart checkpoint you don't have to do the first one again which is nice yeah and the first and second checkpoint are easy the third checkpoint the the final boss fight is it's a do you know what i mean when i say a big hands boss yeah like, like, there's a main guy in the middle and two hands that are disembodied that come around and try to get you. Yeah, it's like the, um, that one temple in Ocarina of Time. And Wind Waker. And, yeah, yeah every other hand Yeah, you shoot so, the hands. And, and, he's got, and they've always got, like, instead of on his palms, the, the things you have to shoot are on the backs of his hands. But right. the first stage is against his right hand and it does his attacks and you can't, whatever. Second phase is his left hand and it's got some better attacks and it's hard. The third phase is two hands at once. And they have an attack where they just start trying to grab you. And the thing is, okay, so you dodge. The thing is, it will sometimes, instead of following the... Like, it's a big square arena with two poles in the middle. So it's like a figure eight, right? And so you'll be dashing around trying to get away from it. Sometimes it will just, instead of following you, it'll know where you're going to go and make a sideways move and get you. It's like, fuck, do it again. So... After you survive its attacks, this guy will stick his tongue out, and he's got four doll heads that you need to shoot. So you shoot him, but the thing, at the same time, these three flying enemies come out that shoot, uh, like, mines at you, and you have to take them out. But the time frame to shoot the thing and shoot these things is almost the same, and they have a, a frame where they're, in, like, they have a period where they're invincible because they suck their uh, doll head weak spot back into their body, and there's three of them. So it's this annoying fucking thing of trying to shoot the thing, then shoot them. And the thing is that the Z targeting to target between things is not very good. Right. So you're struggling against the controls while trying to kill these things. It took me about an hour. It fucking sucks. Sounds very infuriating. The like other this. thing that, that really sucks about this game is that there is a mechanic that if you're down to one heart, you can use a thing called hysteria, which is a yeah. special special ability to take no damage and do more damage. There's a trophy for not ever using it, so you can't even use it. <laughs> so I, now I got a question. Could you have used it throughout the game and then on that playthrough where you were going to... Uh, uh, so here is what I realized after the game. <laughs> yes. You could have totally did, just done that. I could have totally gotten in on my second playthrough of never. Now, yeah, so I fucked up. That's funny. You could have made this easier on myself, but it was myself. But granted, um, uh, then I guess you could technically have used that for the harder fight and that. that yeah, was, it would have Or you could have just easier. like gone back in on easy mode and just done it easier yeah it's been a but third place, I, I my problem with trophies is always if, a, if if the if a trophy is available i want to get it immediately right and sometimes i'll be guys like don't worry about this now you can get it easier later and it's like but, but i want it now yeah i feel but bad. i can do it now it's easier uh, to, that, to check off the list whenever you're you know yeah. going through it at the same time then also something as a knock against this game trophy list which we haven't talked about before but the name of the platinum for this game is just platinum for all other trophies that's boring. <laughs> kind of a cool platinum name. That's a problem with Horizon Zero Dawn. The Horizon Zero Dawn and Forbidden West Platinum is just called All Trophies Obtained. All of the trophies, Guerrilla Games, I don't know why, but all of their trophies are like, I like trophies They're with cool fun. names. Like yeah. Astro's Playground 
had all of those names, uh, trophies that are named after uh, Nintendo or PlayStation games. You know, uh, fucking the uh, the Spider-Man game has a cool bunch of trophies. All of the trophies for Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West are what they are. Obtained three strikes at a hunting ground. Earned at least a quarter strike mark in all three trials at a hunting ground. You know, uh, right. complete a set of salvage contracts. Completed all contracts at a salvage contractor. Why can't you have cool trophies? Yeah, so I feel like if you're um, if you're out there making if you're on the team that makes trophies, uh, don't do that. Hire me. <laughs> yeah, hey, hire one. Of there, us. Okay, this is my biggest dream in life. More You've talked anything. about this before. I me. just I want someone making a video game. If you're out there and you're making a video game for PlayStation and you want help making a list and naming trophies, I want you. I don't even need a lot of money. Like I know you have to pay me something to make it legal. So it doesn't have to be much, but just like, let me design a trophy list. Hey, if you're making an indie game that's going to go on PlayStation with trophies, like if you've got a game game that's going to come on trophies, I'll, I'll just, just contact me. We'll, we'll, I'll do it for, just give me a free copy of the game and we'll call it good. Let me design your trophy list. It's all I wanted. It's my dream in life is to design a game's trophy list. There was that, uh, there was that Kickstarter for that yacht club game about the rabbit oh, that's yeah. like uh, mina the and if you pay enough money you can like be one of their guys like you can be an associate producer for a day and design like a quest line and i was like i could do that and i could make a quest line about a trophy about me but it's like i don't want to pay that much money but so, so someone much, just let me do, do you it. know how much that it was, was, it was like a couple th- it was like a couple thousand dollars I don't want to do that, but I do want to design a trophy list for a video game that will be on PlayStation and it'll have good trophies and everyone will like them. <laughs> they won't be so shit easy that people are like, this is a shit easy game, but it will be enough that people will have fun and enjoy the game and they'll have cool names and I'll help you design the, the names and we'll design the pictures and it'll be the best trophy list of all time. Just someone please give me this job. Okay. My rating for Alice Madness Returns. I was going to give it higher and now I'm like, maybe this game is lower. I love it. What, what, I think initially, what did you think? Where where'd you start, where was the barometer at when you? Started? I was going to call this game for fun. I was going to give it a silver. Okay. And now I'm thinking, like, does it deserve a silver or is it bronze? Because there are large swaths of this game that I can't remember because all instead I was watching the Wild Boys on DVD on a second TV because it was just kind of nothing boringness and like. This is a 20-hour game that could have easily been 10 to 12. Yeah. I don't I disagree think, with you there. I, I, think, I think if I it were a 10-hour game, it'd be a lot like smoother. It's choppier. It's, you know, it's to the bit. Like I, I think I have to be mean, and I have to, for fun, I have to give this game a bronze. Mm, what fair. are you giving this? I think for fun... See, I'm a sucker for this genre. So I'm, yeah. I think... Man, yeah, I... I think I'd give it a silver. I think it's solid. I think that's fair. I think if I think that I would give this a silver if it wasn't for like those six to eight hours of nothing. For trophies, however, because you have to play all of American McGee's Alice to get the hundred percent in this, which that game sucks. And for the trophy that took away my ability to make this game easier, even though later I did realize that was on my own fault. But for that fucking naysayer trophy and that whatever i'm once again i'm giving this a bronze overall this is getting a basically a two out of five this is a bronze for me this is a should you go and get the trophies for this game well it's a rare platinum at 14.56 percent and you can get around the hardest trophy which is playing it on nightmare by playing it on easy so should you get it i think 
you know what? If you want a fun trophy, you should get it. Should you go and play this game for fun if you have no, like, attachment to it? I would say you could probably skip this unless you're, like, have this weird yeah. obsession with either Alice in Wonderland, creepy weird stuff, uh, stories about sexual assault. <laughs> Uh, but then, like, the sexual assault victim, well, she's not really a victim because she didn't get sexually assaulted. But, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. getting back at the, the evil people, like, it's fine. Or yeah, it's if a you revenge. Like, like, yeah. yeah it's, it's a good revenge story. Yeah. Or if apparently your favorite movie is Sucker Punch and you're just <laughs> the worst person I've ever met in my entire life. Um, that's not true. Soup's great. Like, I, 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 I'll do you one better. I, I think that if you are somebody who is super into the platformer genre... Sure, check it out, especially if you haven't played this or the first one. I, I still like the first one. I, I do think, yes, it does play like a game from 2000. Fully expect that when you go. Not only that, yeah. it plays like a computer game from 2000. If, you're, if so, you're getting this and you're not trying to go for trophies, this is a time where I would suggest getting it on Steam because I think it's pretty cheap on Steam. It's free it on is, Game Pass. It's free on Game Pass? Yeah. Uh, it's still a kind of as an expensive PS3 game. This can range anywhere from thirty to thirty-five dollars. Yeah, so it makes sense for PS3 games. That can be like PS3 games at that range should be like high quality games. You know, yeah. So it's like that's kind of expensive for, but also it's kind of just a cool thing to have because it's not exactly a rare game, but it's definitely an uncommon. It's game. a weird game. Like again, this it's a weird game. It you is something from, that I never thought in a million years would come from, out. And as a from secret. that aspect, if you are a trophy collector like me, it is a cool, weird thing to have in your collection. Yeah, I'll give it that. I'll I'll, totally I'll say that. It is definitely like a dude. I platinumed Alice Madness Returns. That's fucking weird. Um. <laughs> I, I think it. Like, I'll say this at the end of the day. I'm glad that I played it for as much as I've been like for years. Is that American McGee's Alice? Fuck that! Ha ha ha! Yeah. I'm glad that I finally played it. I will probably never play this game again for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's uh, whenever you said we were gonna play this game, I was like, wow! I never thought I would ever play this game again. Exactly. But, like, like, I'm yeah. kind of glad I'm that I did because it it brought back a lot of like fond memories of like playing this game with friends and uh and even, I, like I, with friends that I haven't talked to and like. 10 15 years it's like wow this is like it's like a nice little piece of nostalgia and which is kind of odd whenever you think that the game is about trudging through your past and it's like a fucked up you know game but like (laughs) but yeah the the story is definitely fucked up yeah (laughs) for being about alice in wonderland but also it's about child sex trafficking yeah um but I'm, i'm i'm definitely glad that i played it yeah and yeah yeah I, i'm glad i did this episode this was a great way to open up the the year of the weird, weird. yeah I, i'm with you I, i'm totally there honestly the the more i kind of like got back in with this game i i kind of want to look up like what a speed run of this game would look like because i feel like it would have some interesting tech to it but don't think, i don't know i think it might be worth checking out on that because e- even the first game i was like kind of blasting through because like it was some of that like old muscle memory came back where i was like oh yeah i remember okay it's this this got it and then like some of like the weirder platforming parts where like it feels like you're a like a everything is on rounded edges and you just keep sliding off of things i was like remembering like oh yeah just jump here got this that cool so it was like i i kind of started feeling that little itch of like oh i bet this is a fun speed run to watch so 
I think that's like homework for myself. Uh, or maybe even when the next, uh, well, like I said, be Summer Games done quick. If that rolls around, if this is on that list, I might. I mean, I've never seen it. it on that list before, so it probably won't be. Yeah, I, I don't think that the, Let's I look, think the okay, first I'm one look could. Up. I don't think this one gets on the list. Or if it does, it's at night. Like, it is an overnight game. That, like, uh, they probably. Speedrun.com has the current fastest time without loads any new game plus any percentage one hour 37 minutes 57 seconds time with loads one hour 41 minutes 23 seconds so you can beat it in under two hours this game took me a week it's not too oh and you know what there was a uh it was a bid incentive for two okay this makes sense summer games done quick 2012 i don't think that gdq in their current capacity would ever run this game in their marathon ever again but Uh, first game uh time without loads 46 minutes 36 seconds time with loads 47 minutes 33 seconds by the way same dude with the it's the same guy by the way the the uh, speed run, the best speed run of all time, set five days ago. Wow! So it's it's still like everything being else. Ran. That's six wild. to nine years ago. <laughs> it's uh, kind of wild to see that it's it's got like its own community. Yeah. Then I guess still in in the speedrunning community. That's kind of neat. I like that. If we're gonna have a show, yeah, we have to figure out what we're gonna play next. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I listen. The year weird. That's me. I did that. You have a couple games that I know you've been playing. Are you ready to pull the trigger on any of them, or what do you want to talk about? Ooh. It's a, to the to the listeners right now. This is you picking a game. Tell them what they're playing. Tell them what See, I'm. I what I I'm had playing. one idea because I was like, okay. well, we could totally talk Spider Man, but I feel like we've talked about it enough on this show you know okay yeah there is another game which i think you've platinumed Um, what is it say it we're gonna play it right now i want to wait is this part of yeah what okay yeah okay go ahead yeah i want to dip into a platformer myself okay i like Um, the platform it's a game it's a reboot actually i think kind of uh okay but it is by the same studio as Spider-Man, and I want to play 2016 uh, Ratchet and Clank. Fuck, I haven't played that. Haven't you? Haven't you just picked the next game I'm playing? Well, perfect, because I want to talk right. about that. I want to play 2016 that game. Ratchet and Clank. You heard it here, fo- Forest first. Wow, I fucking Friends? suck at talking. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, I gotta beat Horizon, and then I gotta get straight into this game because I've got to get it done before the next episode because unlike some people i like to play the video games before i talk about them i, I always I, there's one, one of memory never happening never melody of memory you can't call it the worst game if you've never played it never happening it is it is the worst nope absolutely not it, there was the worst game of last year we, was 100 we voted on it, and it's Bean Battles. Bean Battles was the worst game of no. 20 at we, we agreed that that was the best discovery, right? Fuck you. <laughs> My friends, our friends out there, this has been another great episode of a great podcast. 
Um, so go and pick up. Hey, uh, fucking that Ratchet and Clank game has been free a billion times. Yeah. So you probably own it. And you don't even know it. Or it's part of the uh, PS PS Plus collection if you have PS Plus on PS Five. So play that so that we can all get the trophies together. And we'll all have a lot of trophies, even though we'll all get trophies. One thing will still stay straight because I'm going to get all those trophies, which means that I have more trophies than you. We did it. We did it. I have to poop really bad. <laughs> Go poop. Uh, that was a- Hey, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to send us questions, gaming memories, comments, or if you just want to know when the next episode is going to drop, then you can follow us on Twitter at More Trophies Pod. That's M O R E T R O P H I E S P O D. That's More Trophies Pod. Also, you can email us at I have more trophies than you at gmail.com. It's just the name of the show, all one word, at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow Ryan at Dr underscore Ryan on Twitter. You can also keep up to date with his Monday night Twitch streams office hours at twitch.tv forward slash Dr. Underscore Ryan. That's Dr. Underscore R-Y-A-N. Dr. Underscore Ryan on both Twitch and Twitter. And follow Chris on Twitter at Burezu in Japan. Now, I, I know, I know what you're thinking. Don't worry, I'm going to spell it out for you right now. That's B-U-R-E-Z-U-I-N-J-A-P-A-N. That's all one word, Burezu in Japan on Twitter. And when they are streaming, you can check them out at twitch.tv forward slash Blaze TK. That's B-L-A-Z-E the letter T, the letter K on Twitch. Blaze TK. Thank you again so much, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode.